0: What a powerful song! An old song, man. Come on, how many know? How many never heard that song? Never heard that old song, man. That's crazy, ain't it? Wow, she just sits over there and playing them. And to keep me from having dementia, I try to remember them. They say that's good for you, so I just try to keep memorizing stuff. Amen. Let's go to the word this one. Thank you, Miss Karen. Invaluable part of our ministry, Karen Simpson is. Invaluable part of our ministry here. Uh, they just don't make people that know those songs like that anymore. I'm telling you right now, it's, <laughs> that's crazy. People will say online they just listen to her play. They just sit there at home and just listen to her, and it just does a blessing. Her playing the preludes and stuff like that. And we do that on purpose here. We. Uh, we like to have the new songs and old songs mixed together because we're just called people. That's what we are. We just mix it up a little bit. How about that? Amen? Let's go to the Word this morning. A very important message. Are y'all ready or not? Now, if you got some ringing going on, y'all got to deal with it. You can go ahead and cut it off. And that's okay. I'm not being ugly. I'll give you a second. If you hear it ringing, then it's on. <laughs> Here we go, okay. I mean, I'm not the smartest fella, but anyway. All righty? No, it's really important. Today, your life can be forever changed. Today. You might say, well, you you probably feel that way every week. I do, I do. But every once in a while, you'll come to a day like today. And you can really, 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 really say, it was that day, that day right there. I remember it. That's when the Lord changed my life. Because I decided to do something. Now, He's not just going to come down. It's, it's so easy. Guys, it, last week was no effort for me to talk about the silliness and the craziness that churches do. It's not believable. It's not believable. They do it thinking it's believable. The world says it ain't believable. We don't believe you. Okay? From talking in tongues that nobody can understand... Promising miracles that if you give your money, you're going to get rich by next Wednesday. Who are these people? It's not believable. To saying, you know, I can heal you if you just pray enough. You'll lose that cancer, but they can't go to Moffitt and and help those people at all. Do I believe in healing? Sure, I do. Do I believe if you give, God will take you? I do. But quit playing games. It's not believable. And it's funny, but the church believes it because we're crazy people, okay? The world needs believable. Our families need believable. Y'all hear me or not? And we need to be believable. And so that's today's message. And we're headed that, headed that way right now. Let's just start, Raj. I just finished a series called Get Up! Say that with me. Get Up! The disciples had failed the Lord. They had miserably failed the Lord. Denied Him, turned on Him, quit on Him. And they were it, man. Three years walking with Jesus. He picked them. Man, it looked like he didn't know how to pick a team at all. But he picked real people. And real people have real problems. Say that with me. Real people have real problems. But here's the good news. Real people make the best disciples. And that's what the world wants to see. You know what the Bible says? Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciples if you have what one for another. It's funny you knew that verse. Good. You just hold that tight right there. Just think about that. So the disciples were a wreck. He appeared to them four times. We saw that in his study. We're not going to repeat the whole study. But something happened to him. They were together. They returned to Jerusalem like they were supposed to. They were together in one place. They were in one accord. They were praying. were in supplication. They repented of some sins in their life and also with the Judas situation. We talked about that. But then something happened, and that's what happened. Right here. They got filled up. They had filled up. Filled with the Holy Spirit. We saw that, right? Boom! And then they started doing what? Speaking up. There were hundreds of thousands of people gathered at Pentecost. They began speaking in other languages. Even Italian was mentioned in that passage. And so people there traveling from all over could hear about Jesus in their own language. But then they did what? They stood up before they were hiding. They were hiding. They were afraid they were going to get killed. Remember, say, they were in a room. We're going to get killed. They were denying him. Why? Because they didn't want nobody to know they were with Jesus. They'd get killed. But now they're standing up and going, Yeah, I've been with him. Let me tell you about him. Let me tell you about him. Uh oh, I just untied my shoe. Let's take a break. I put, hello, I said that when I put these on. You got in shoelaces, going to make, make a mess. But anyway, let's go back to the message. So they stood up, weren't ashamed of Christ. And then they did what? Say it with me, they what? And over 3,000 came to Christ. Y'all remember or not? If you haven't been with me, I just gave you a little quick update. But you know what I did? Now, he's not leaving. He loves me. If anybody loves me, that man loves me. Right, brother? See there? Right there, baby. Amen. Anyway, but you know what? I, I was spending some time this week away. Had some alone time. I also had some time with a friend. And I realized last week I missed something. Can you say you missed something? Say it out loud. You. Can you say it louder? You. How about Pastor Gary, you missed something? Say that out loud. Pastor Gary, you missed something. Now, can you say it louder like you're mad at me? Pastor, you! All right, get off my back. I found it. You know what I realized? I missed something. Yes, the disciples got filled up. That's true. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. But before they ever spoke up, something happened. It's this right here. They loved up. They loved up. They loved up. And that's today's message. What is the filling of the Holy Spirit? What does the filling of the Holy Spirit look like? People will tell you it's talking in tongues. People will tell you it's having this power of faith. Faith. Get a word of the Lord. All this kind of stuff. They'll tell you it's giving, giving, giving. you give, and You're not know, being filled with the Spirit. I'm not doubting that many great things happen. But that's not being filled with the Spirit. This This has been debated for 2,000 years. But you just happen to be with a really smart guy today. No, and it doesn't bother me if you don't agree with me today. But you're going to have a hard time winning this argument. What is the filling of the Holy Spirit? Would most of us agree that it's sort of a... I mean, it's even sort of a spooky subject, isn't it? What is the filling of the Holy Spirit? What does it look like? And you ask that question, you get 50 different answers. You hear me or not? Well, we're going to answer the question today. And I think you're already seeing it. Pop it back up, Raj. It's God's love. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, it's funny, though. A guy like me can get all real loud when I preach, and I can just be on fire, and I run around the building. And people go, boy, he is filled with the Spirit today. Wouldn't it be nice if the, if, if the world would say when they see us loving that they would say he was filled with the Spirit today? Y'all hear me or not? You think they'd rather see love or see me run around a building? You think they'd rather see love or or hear me speak in an unknown language they can't even understand? You think they'd rather see real love demonstrated before them, yes or no? So that's our subject today. And it would be wise, very wise, if you'd say, you know what, I'm going to listen to this guy today. Good! I'm with you, baby. Come on. Let's go. They loved up. They loved up. And by the way, you might say, where's that in the Bible? It's all through the Bible. We're the dumbest people. We read the Bible. But we don't even see stuff hitting us right in their face. And who's really dumb? I am. And the Lord crawled in the truck with me this week on a trip I made to Carolina for a couple of days. And he changed my life. And if I'm 60 and been doing this for years, maybe you think maybe your life could be changed today too. And maybe it won't happen right today, but wouldn't you like to be filled with the Spirit? Don't you want that in your life? Don't you want to be filled with the Spirit? Don't you want to know what that is and to have that and not to be spooky, but believable? Believable? So let's talk about it. Look at the Scriptures. I could go all day on this. I just grabbed a few. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. You want a best, best way to know you're a child of God? The best way to know that you're a child of God is to be filled with the Spirit and know that God is loving other people through you. You know what I'm saying? Am I saved? Am I going to heaven? Listen, we know you, you must put your faith in Jesus Christ. But we still waffle back and forth, don't we? But the best way to know for sure is, are you loving people? Is that what that verse says? That's what it says. But look at this last part. He that loves not, what does it say? Does it say that? Church is full of people like that. Meaner than a snake. Hard as Nails. And they're not very loving. What does that last part say? He that loves not knows not God. Say it with me pretty loud. One, two, three, four. does it say that. So to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is God. So to be filled with the Holy Spirit means you'd be filled with God's what? Did we understand that? Is that too far of a stretch for us this morning or what? Jesus said, if you what? Love me, keep my commandments. Okay? It's funny how we put the rules out and then we look, that's what love looks like. Now, if you love him, then those commandments aren't going to be as grievous to you. Amen? But keep looking. He that hath my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be what? Loved of my Father and I will love Him. And here's that last part. Say it loud. And I will manifest myself to Him. It's funny. We want this manifestation of the Spirit. And the church runs after that. So we want. they'll teach you how to talk in tongues after a service. They'll try. Or whatever. Or we want to be able to do miracles. Guys, the manifestation of the Spirit is God loving through you. Y'all hear me or not? That is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life is God loving other people through you. Isn't that the best thing that you could ever do with your life? Yes or no? Amen. Is this, am I, am I, I don't think I'm barking up the wrong tree here, am I? Keep looking. Keep looking. Don't you see it's all through the Bible. Once you start hearing me today, you will start seeing it everywhere you turn in your Bible. It'll run over you here. You'll get sideswiped here. You'll see. Here's one. This is the great, com- you know, this is the greatest command right here. Look at it. Jesus said, "Say it with me." Thou shalt what? What did it say? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Say that next verse. This is the what? Yeah. Now here's the bottom line. I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, but when something's first, it's first. Amen? Yes or no? So what's the first thing that God says? We are to love Him. You might say, yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, but I'm sure some of that, that, that spirit stuff you were talking about last week's number two. No, it ain't. What's number two? The second's like it. Thou shalt what? Well, look at that. More love. Am I driving you crazy? What is the filling of the Holy Spirit? I'm going to tell you something. Jesus said, i got to go away, boys. But if I don't go away, the Holy Spirit's not going to come. But I'm not going to leave you alone, guys. I'm going to send the Spirit. My Spirit. He's called the Comforter. Last time I checked, when you're really hurting and somebody comforts you, that sounds a lot like love to me. The word, the Greek word for Holy Spirit, is the paraclete. What does that mean? It means the one who comes alongside you. Last time I checked, when somebody comes alongside you, that sounds like love to me. You hear me or not? Then the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit. He'll lead you into all truth. And so many, so many things have been told, stories made up about the Holy Spirit that ain't true you know what real love looks like? Truth. When you can tell someone the truth. And you do it in how? In what? We're to speak the truth in what the Bible says. You'll see this now when you start reading your Bible. Love's going to just pop out at you. Of all the things we're supposed to do that we're called to do. But, but God says, wait a minute. But I want to do that through you. Amen? And don't go to sleep on me if you can help it. Okay? Hang in here. Hang in here. So the Holy Spirit comes alongside, but I want Him to get on the inside of me. The Holy Spirit is with you, but I want Him to be in you. You see the difference between the filling? Now, we have the Spirit. We have the Spirit. God's faithful. When we become a Christian, we have His Spirit. Y'all with me or not? Say He's faithful. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. That is not the same thing as the filling of the Holy Spirit. I got the Spirit. Well, why are you so mean? I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm saying you're not filled with the Spirit. Oh, well, maybe if I gibber a little bit, then I can prove it to you. How about you prove it by your love? Are y'all hearing the message today? And it's going to rub some of you a little different because you've heard different. I don't give a hoot. You need to hear this. Keep looking. I want you to see something else I found. And this ain't hard, guys. Anybody could do this. Anybody could do this. This is a third-grader-level message today. I'm not talking up here. Am I? Look at this one. Say it out loud. But the fruit of the Spirit is... Stop right there. Where did that one show up? That's what I thought. And you know what I found as I studied this? Did you know one of these is mentioned in, this, in the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering? You see that one up there, long-suffering? How many ever, you were really long-suffering somebody and you hated their guts? Can I see some hands? Yes or no? Long-suffering? Long-suffering is a fruit of the Spirit. You know, you see what I'm saying? Here's what I want you to really get out of this. Here's what I firmly believe your pastor firmly believes. He is a crazy man. Okay, good, good. Now you know me. I believe the fruit of the Spirit is what? I believe that's what the fruit of the Spirit is. I believe it's love. But wait a minute, what about all these others? Oh, they're they're important. But I believe every one of these are packaged inside of Love. I believe every one of those are inside of love. Every one of those. I believe every one of those fits like that. Remember that message series under his wings? You saw the little chicken legs hanging out. That's how I think love looks like. Love has all this under it. You hear me or not? I hope you're understanding what the feeling of the spirit is. Amen. Amen. Now you might say, Clark, that was a great message. That was my intro. Come on. Keep going, Raj. Push me. Just keep pushing. So here's the message. Y'all ready? It might not be what you expect. If I'm going to be believable, then I have to be what? Can we say that again? If I'm gonna be believable, I have to be what? Do you think you think the Holy Spirit wants me to be believable? Do you think he wants people to come here and believe, Pastor Gary? Do you think he wants people to believe you? Then we there's no options, guys. There's no option. Now, He's alongside of us. Don't get me wrong. I believe in the indwelling Holy Spirit. Don't don't think that I'm trying to make up some new doctrine today. I'm not. But He's called to come alongside of us. He's called to comfort us. But He's there because He's faithful. We're unfaithful. He's faithful. We're the problem, right? But He says, I'm right here. Let me in. Let me in. And this is me as a country boy talking. And I said it this week, Lord, I want you to crawl up on the inside of me. Would you come on inside me and come out my mouth and come out my hands and my smile in my eyes Lord my feet and so I invited him to just come on up in, in me this week would you crawl up I know you're right here you've been with me all the time and it's not like I know the feeling of the spirit it's not like I've not been loving at times or not I mean I think most people would say that but when are we going to say come on in come on in I just want to be all in, Lord. Is that too much to ask? Yes or no? So now you know what the filling of the Holy Spirit is. And you can argue. I'll let you argue against a wall or something. Because I'm not going to do it. How about this? You just let me be. And I'll do this. So here we go, Raj. How many knew when you think of love, you think of 1 Corinthians 13? How many knew that? How many think of 1 Corinthians 13? Okay. See, the filling of the Spirit has been made really spooky. It's been almost made to where we can't understand it. Are you all hearing me or not today? It's almost been made to be unbelievable. That can't be Right? When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. Say that with me. When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. And it's common sense. If God is love and God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son so that I could be saved. It's funny, though. I'm going to do it another way. That's, that's ignorant, in my opinion. You hear me? And so the Lord hammered me this week. Last week, I gave a, a scripture, some, some, some strong, and I'll stand by what I said last week. I think a lot of what's going I got a letter this week from somebody that said, but I've read in the Bible where people talk in tongues and in spirit talk. And my response was, I don't limit God on what He can do, but just because somebody says they're doing that, don't mean I have to rubber stamp it. Because people can say stuff all day long. Y'all hear me or not? And if something looks kooky, guess what I think it is. Take a wild guess. It's what? Sue me. But you know what ain't kooky? Love is not kooky. Come on. Love is real, man. Love is tangible. Am I off base here? What the world needs now is more kooky, kooky, kooky. I ain't heard that song. I heard what the world needs now is what? What kind of love? Why don't we give it to them? Amen? So here's this scripture. Though I speak with the tongues of men of angels and have not love, I'm becoming a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. You can talk in tongues to the cows come home. If you don't have love, you're nothing. Verse 2. Though I have the gift of prophecy, I understand all mysteries, though I have all knowledge, though I have all faith, you can heal everybody. But you don't. You move mountains and everything. And you don't have love. You're what? And though look at this. We're talking about money, giving you money in church. to all my goods to feed the poor, and though I get my body to me burned, and I don't have love, it profits me what? See how easy that is to preach. But wait a minute. But the Lord crawled up in the truck with me, though. Verse one again. Though I speak with the tongues of men, nobody's got a bigger mouth in Englewood, Florida, than Gary Clark with two R's. You know what? Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I've got a big old mouth. And God said, yeah, it was easy for you to point out other people last week. How about your own big, fat, stinking mouth? But you And I know I preach the word and things like that, but guess it? How about you just shut up and love people sometimes? How about that? Be ready when you ask the Lord to crawl up into your lap and to get in your heart that He doesn't want to work with you. Look at verse 2. Always easy for me to, if you can heal at the church, you can't go to Moffat. That was easy for me to say. But look at verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy, that's another word for preaching. And I understand all mysteries. Hey, I just sought the big mystery today, the filling of the Spirit. And I have all knowledge. I don't have that, but I am halfway smart. And I have all faith I can remove mountains. But if I don't have love, I'm nothing. You know what that said to me? You know what my wife feels often? She's so important to me. I just broke my Jesus strong. That's okay. I stick it in my pocket. Kim needs love from Gary. She doesn't need a lecture. One of the hardest things to do Is to be a pastor's wife. You get to see me on Sunday when I'm all prepared and Roger's helping me and everybody's loving on me and I prayed in a truck. She lives with me every day. She sees the hypocrite. Not that I don't try. But she sees the failure. Not only she, but others need me to love and not just be a guy that gives them lectures. This is Confession Sunday for Gary, okay? Is that okay? But you know what I was thinking when I was thought about this? I thought, I bet there's other people that do what I do. I bet there's other people in the audience that will go, if he says that, maybe I should think about me, what I say. Look at number three. Verse 3. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, they'll give my body to be burned. One thing people say about me that know me, they will say Gary Clark is a hard worker. And if you don't know that about me, then you don't know that about me. No one makes me get up. No one makes me do what I do. I do what I do at the church. But I also do other things. I, I buy stuff. I pick up stuff. I fix stuff been really good with houses. The crappier, the better. You know why? Because the price is lower. My son has a house largely in part because of me. Me, 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 me. My daughter has a home because of me. My mother-in-law stays in a home because of me. Ain't I great? We have a home. Kim didn't want the home we had. We got it, did we, baby? Because of me. Guys, I can do all that. I'm going to say something else. I know it says I'm arrogant. Let's go ahead and put all the arrogance in. You know I'm being sarcastic. Yes or no? Amen? Y'all get that right? I don't believe we would have this church today debt-free if it wasn't because of me, and I don't want any applause. I just know me. I'm bullheaded, I'm hard-headed. I can stay on something. I can drive a train right off to the end, baby. But if you don't have love, profits me nothing. You understand? I know this is, a, this is an interesting message, isn't it? You're going to go home, what did happen to him? <laughs> hey, something good happened to me. I chose to let the Lord crawl up inside me. Yeah, amen. Thank, praise him. Yeah, good, good. You know, and I'm flesh. I'm sure this will be a battle I'm going to fight. But I don't mind being public about it. I don't mind. I want it I want I want it to be public. I want it to be believable. Amen. And so I still stand by what I said last week about others, about craziness in the church. But you know what? You can you can preach the word, you can give, you can help your kids, you can do a lot of good things, but guys, <laughs> Not that the Lord don't help us do that, but there's so much more He can do through us. Amen. And if you did stuff for people, how about just you shut your mouth and quit bringing it up? How about that? Amen. So now you might say, where next, Gary? Well, I'm glad you asked. What does being filled with the Spirit look like? Y'all ready or not? What does it look like? Now, that was me talking. I confessed. Can we get a show of hands? Do you mind? How many would say... So far, this message is even touching my life. And I'm seeing where I need him in me more, certainly more than he's been in me. Anybody want to just, you just want to let off a little release valve right quick. Good. Good. So what does love look like? Not love, not your love, not you loving, but the Holy Spirit loving through you. What does it look like? Here's what it looks like. Love is patient. Patient. Let me ask you this. That's God love. Is God patient with you? (laughs) That's how you know it's God's love. Love is what? Love is kind. So when I'm unkind, that is not God's love through me. Correct? Correct? Love is not envious. What does that mean? Love doesn't want something somebody else has. Love doesn't love so it can get something out of somebody. Does God love you because of what you have? Does love? Does God love you because He wants to be like you? You see how ignorant that is, yes or no? What does Holy Spirit filling look like? It looks just like this. It looks just like that. I saw somebody filled with the Spirit. Well, then you must have seen someone who was patient, kind, and not envious. But wait, we're not done. Love is not what? Proud. It's not arrogant. It's not puffed up. What's the opposite of proud? Humble. Love is humble. That's what, that's what Holy Spirit filling looks like. I thought it was running around the church and wee Hey, I love running. I love hollering. It's just not Holy Spirit filling. Because God is love and to be filled with Him, you have to be filled with love. Look at another one. Love is not what? Rude. It's funny how we go to church on Sunday. The number one complaint waitresses have on the Sunday crowd is the church crowd. They're the most rude people that we have. You know what that tells me? That the church is not filled with the Spirit. Amen. When I'm rude, I'm not filled with the Spirit. When I'm rude to Kim, when I'm rude to my children, when I'm rude to others, I am not filled with the Spirit. Any questions? It's funny. You don't have any questions when you look at it this way. There are no questions. There's only answers. Look at another one. Love. Ah, love. Love doesn't demand its own way. Holy Spirit love. Holy Spirit inside of you, coming out of you. Now, He's alongside of you. He's going to be with you. He's right there with you. That does not mean you are filled with Him. This means you're filled with Him. See the difference or not, say. It's not some little speech, traveling to a revival meeting, whatever. Whatever. This is the Word of the Living God. Care what some preacher says. This is it. Love doesn't demand its own way. Boy, that's a biggie, ain't it? Love is not easily provoked. Wonder what that means. Love doesn't get what quick? Angry or mad. Yeah, that's just the way I was. You're fine to say that. We just all know you're not filled with the Spirit. Got it or not? And you can tell people about Jesus and all that, but they are not going to believe you. Are you saying I got to be perfect? I'm not saying that. That's why you need to be filled with the Spirit, because you're not perfect. And He can come along as you confess, like you saw me just openly do today. But don't think what I did today was the confession. What I did with him was the confession. The breaking. You know what I said? Thank you, Lord, that I'm 60 years old and you still care for me like a daddy. And you're still trying to work on me and teach me and use me. Don't feel bad for me. Feel good for me that I got that kind of dad. He believes in me. He believes in me. He believes I can. He just don't think I can do it just with me. You hear me? Love keeps no records of being wrong. Say that out loud. Love keeps no records of being wronged. Yeah, but you don't understand, Pastor. I understand the Holy Spirit's filling and loving through you and me keeps no records of being wronged. You understand? People say, I don't understand the Bible. We've taken one of the most difficult subjects on the planet, the filling of the Holy Spirit. And I think a second or third grader could have been here with me today and would have said, Pastor Gary, I think I got it. Jesus said, suffer little children to come unto me. Don't forbid them the kingdom. And he held a child up and he said, this is what the kingdom is like. A little child. You know children don't struggle with love? We do. Maybe that's what he was trying to tell us. Would you just listen to me? I'm right here. Would you let me come in and you and me do it together? That sounds like a really nice plan, doesn't it? Let's keep looking. Love rejoices not in iniquity. What does that mean? The church for years has been full of putting people down when they fall. Is that true or not? Say, oh, we're the first ones. That's not Holy Spirit love. Yes or no? Amen. It's ignorant. It's mean. It's cruel. Love doesn't rejoice when somebody's fallen. Love says, let me help you up. What can I do? Let me do for let me. Let me help. You lean on me. We can do this. You hear me or not? Love rejoices in what? In the truth. Even so much of the church has been about lying and gossiping. Is that true? Or am I lying up here? Is that true? How many have ever had lies told to you about you by Christian people? Raise a hand. Lies told about me. My, if I had nine and five hands, my hands would go up. Are we understanding better what the filling of the Spirit is today? We're almost done. Love never gives up. Ever. Holy Spirit love never gives up. Love never loses what? Never. Love never stops believing. Love always is what? Hopeful. Some of the most depressing, least hopeful people I've met in my life are so-called Christian people. The world needs to see this. That's what the disciples were filled with. They were filled with the Spirit, but they loved up. And the, and the, and the, uh, the people there said, are not these the Galileans? Look at them. Love never fails, baby. Keep looking. Love endures all things. Holy Spirit filling will endure all things. Y'all hear me or not? Keep looking. Say it loud on the count of three, as loud as you can. One, two, three. Do you think the Holy Spirit fails? You think what He does inside you fails? He'll never fail. Love never fails. But watch this: whether they be prophecies, as people preaching God's word, or prophets of the Old Testament, they shall what? Why are we running after that? Then, look at this one: whether they be tongues, they shall what? Why are we running after that? Then, it's right here in the love. You. It's right there before our face. And many people who are very, very studied, brilliant Christian men and women of God think tongues already have ceased. I'm not here to say that today. But I am here to say this. Why would I call the filling of the Spirit anything that's going to cease? I'm just telling you. The filling of the Holy Spirit... And God gave us, you know what He said in chapter 12, right before He goes into chapter 13? He says, He talked about spiritual gifts and all this. And then He says this at the very end. But I show you a more excellent way. And then He goes, to flip the page. And the love chapter. Thank you for being patient. We're almost done. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Okay? For we know in part down here, and we prophesy in part, but that which, when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Some debate on that scripture. I just like the simple. I think when Jesus comes, we're going to know everything we need to know, okay? How about we love right now? How about that? How about we do that? How about that? How about leave the arguments aside? How about we say, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Crawl up inside of me and love like you can love. And make me believable. Make me believable. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And what I encourage you to do, put away childish things. Put away the things that love isn't on that screen. And grow up. And let the Lord come inside of you. And inside of you and out of you. And see the man or woman that God has always known you could be. Because He believes in you. I love this. For now we see through a glass darkly. We don't see everything now. But then one day face to face. We will one day. Now I know in part. I don't know everything. But then I shall know one day, even as I have known. Why don't you let me love through you now? Instead of being a know-it-all. Second graders could understand this. I get it. We're done with the message, but this is the big ending. This is the big ending. You ready for the big ending? And now abide. Say them with me. Faith, hope, and love. Stop right there. How important is faith? How important is faith? You can't get saved without faith. You can't please God, Hebrews 11, 6, without faith. Faith is huge. Faith. Big. Hope. 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 What is hope? Hope is the confident expectation that because of the death of Jesus Christ and my belief in Him, I have everlasting life. That's a confidence I have. Wow! That's pretty
1: big.
0: And then he said, love these three. But here's the big ending. Say it with me. But the... It's not like he's comparing it to to sloppy stuff. You can't get greater things in the Word of God than faith, hope, and love. But you know what God does? He takes faith, hope, and love. And he takes faith and he sets it down. Doesn't do away with it. He just sets it down. And then he takes hope (laughs) and he takes it and he sets it down. And he takes love and he holds it real high. And he says, this is the greatest thing. Why would he say such a thing? Why would God say, those three are the greatest, but love is the greatest? Well, I figured it out for you. You owe me for this. Because faith is in God, and because hope is in God, but love is God. Does that make sense to y'all today? Yeah. Come on, praise the Lord. Now I'm done, but I just want you to think about it. Now we've talked about. Being believable today. And we talked about being filled with the Holy Spirit and what that is. And you as well may not even come up and talk to me. I know Spirit's big. I know God can do a lot of stuff. But you know what? He wants to love through you. Now He's with you. He's right here. He's with us. Okay? We've been sealed by the Spirit. Is that true? We have the indwelling Holy Spirit. There's no doubt about that. But that don't mean you're filled with Him. I hate to say it, you might be full of crap. And that's what the world's saying about the church. It's full of crap. You think the world's saying that about the church today? Yes or no? Full of lies, full of hypocrisy, full of this. What a difference it would be if they said they are so full of love. And at Fellowship Church, we say we love Jesus and we love people. Why don't we live up to that? Why don't we, why don't we spend at least me as your pastor, as long as the Lord gives me time, And you know what? You know, if anything, this has invigorated me. It's not made me, oh, he's getting old now, about time to quit. That's how I feel in the flesh. But when he's in me doing this, I feel like a million dollars. And so I'm asking you today, would you receive the message today? I've already received it. Would you receive the message today? And would you jump on board and let's love our families, our children, our town, Like this. And let's see if the Lord doesn't fill this place up. You hear me or not? Instead of putting on a show, how about this? We put on love. And see if they don't show up. Amen. Thank the Lord. Let's go. Come on. Thank you today. Good word today. Let's get on our feet. Come on. I could go on all day. I know we were long. But if you're going to be long on something, be long on love. I don't think I harped today, did I? I hope you didn't feel like today you got a lecture. Maybe you feel like you got a real, a real good talking to from somebody that really loves you. Do you feel like I loved you today? you feel like I was trying to grind an axe today? You felt like I wanted something out of you today? Put me to the test. Felt like I wanted your money today? I wanted to love you today. And you know what I love right now? I'd love if today you don't know you'd go to heaven. I'd love for you to put your faith in Christ. Let's bow our head. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the good time I had. Thank you, Lord, even at 60. You'll still crawl up in the truck with me. And you'll knock on my heart's door and say, Gary, would you let me in? Would you let me in? Thank you, Lord, for that. I pray this message will be a message people can use to let you in. In Jesus' name. Finally, with heads bowed, you've got a choice today. You can leave here and get in that car and go home. Just the way you came in. But many today came in and if you died, you don't know you'd go to heaven. If you died, you, you just don't have the confidence that Jesus is your Savior. Now, you're going to see as you start reading your Bible, you're going to see love appear so many times now. And you're going to see that that's God's love. It just keeps showing up. And here's one, the greatest verse maybe in the Bible. Quote it with me if you know it out loud. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Would you put your faith in Jesus Christ today? Would you believe that you matter that much today? You know what doesn't matter? You putting your faith in a church. What doesn't matter? You putting your faith in you to go to heaven. That boy, that's big time not a good idea. How about put your faith in the one the Bible says who loved you and gave himself for you? God is love and he showed up in the form of a baby. And He died on a cross and He rose from the dead so you could have life everlasting. Instead of calling that a kooky message, why don't you say, Lord, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Lord, come into my life today, I pray. I know I can't make it to heaven on my own. Save me today, I pray, Lord. And Lord, I want you to get on the inside of me. And live through me. I don't understand it all, Lord. But I believe you love me. And if you love me, then that means you love other folk. Help me to be one of those people that's going to tell those other folk how much you love them. In Jesus' name. With heads bowed, how many would raise a hand and say, Pastor Gary, I put my faith in Christ today. I'm not ashamed. I said that prayer with you. And I meant that from the bottom of my heart today. God, thank You for Your Word today. Thank You how powerful it is. Thank You how it's helped me in my life. Lord, I pray for people today. Lord, You're right alongside of them. And You're knocking. You're knocking. You're knocking. I pray many will open that door and say, come on in, Lord. Love through me. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's thank the Lord one more time for His Word. Amen. Come on, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a very good day at the Fellowship Church. Amen. In Englewood, Florida, baby. Amen. That was a good day. This will play in any city around the country. I'll tell you that.